In the last episode, we talked about what I would argue is the most important factor outside of your will and your desire to overcome stuttering. The next most important factor that we talked about is you need to have a good plan. Now, today's episode is very closely connected to that episode because I'm going to assume now that you have a good plan, even if it's something as basic as the free workshop that I offer on my website. If you have a plan to follow, the next thing we need to talk about is the word exertion. So that is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So let's dive in. Welcome back to another Speaking Mind episode, my friend, where I'm here to help you overcome stuttering, learn life-changing speech skills, and build a life of incredible fluency and confidence. Now, very quickly before we jump in, I want to give you access. I want to give you a gift to my free Stop Stuttering workshop. This is a 45-plus minute workshop. It's 100% free, and this will give you the groundwork. This will help you understand how the process actually works to overcome stuttering. But not only that, it actually gives you a plan. You get PDFs, you get a daily routine to follow that will help you overcome stuttering and to build 90% fluency in as little as six weeks. So be sure to check that out. You can find that at speakermindmethod.com slash workshop, or you can find the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube. All right, let's talk about exertion. Exertion is a critical word. And this is very much related to the first marker we talked about when we talked about a good plan in last in the last episode, which was there needs to be a level of discomfort if it's going to be a good plan, right? So that plays right into this exertion. Now, Peter Hollins in his book, Build a Better Brain, which is actually this book right here, Build a Better Brain by Peter Hollins. So he nails it when when talking about this topic. So here's an excerpt from the book. The one rule about bringing about neuroplasticity is that if you're sailing through it, nothing's really happening. Synaptic connections get created through challenge and exertion. Through challenge and exertion. Or just another way of saying it is change happens through challenge and exertion. If you don't challenge yourself or exert yourself, you won't get the change that you desire. So Now, if you're wondering what is the definition of the word synaptic there, synaptic connections get created through challenge and exertion. The definition of synaptic is relating to the point at which electrical signals move from one nerve cell to another. So it's the whole idea of you're creating new connections, you're reorganizing the neurons in your brain to build out a map, if you will, to build out this connection. And that is what happens when you learn a new behavior or skill, like you learn a new language, you learn how to how to play pool, you learn uh, how to swim, you learn anything or any behavioral thing. Your brain rewires itself and remaps to accommodate that skill that you're working towards. But the thing about neuroplasticity and the brain's ability to change in response to experience is it's not going to happen if you don't challenge and exert yourself. It's that discomfort and that exertion. That's where the change happens. Because if you're floating through it, you're not going to get that change. Okay. So um, one of the quotes that I heard recently from the great Andrew Huberman is it's the friction. It's the feeling that something is hard that allows you to change your neural circuitry. This all comes back to exertion. Things should feel hard. It should feel difficult to be stuttering. It should feel kind of tiring and exhausting at times. 
because that is how you're going to actually change your brain. That's how it's done. Now, one example of this process at work is think about the skill of meditation. So if you're trying to learn how to meditate and meditate well, did you know that if you try to meditate and it's easy in terms of if your goal is to bring always, if your mind wanders, you bring your mind back to the breath. If that is kind of your style of meditation, let's just take that basic um, style. If it should feel difficult, it should feel hard to bring your mind back. And the thing is that in of itself, like you might get discouraged by how often your mind wanders, especially at first, but that actually is helping you because you get to just practice bringing your mind back to the breath, bringing your mind back to the breath. And then the more you do that because of the difficulty of it, that is actually how you can then build the habit and build the skill of being a good meditator right? It is that feeling of it being hard. It is that constant sense that you're struggling to get to do the thing that you need to do because that then helps, especially in the context of, say, meditation, to repeat the skill that you need, which is, in this case, bringing the thoughts that wander, bringing everything back to the breath, right? So that is one example. Now, in a personal example, you will be tempted to shorten your daily routine. So if you have a plan and you've been starting to work on your routine, you're going to be tempted to shorten it, to get more, you know, efficient with it, right? And now, by all means, if you've been doing it for a number of months and you're and you're truly seeing great results, then, and let's say you've been doing a 45 to an hour a day or five days a week routine, then by all means, you can potentially bring that back into maybe 30, 35 minutes. And then if you've been doing it for over a year and you are completely sailing in fluency, then maybe just as a part of, you could narrow it all the way down to five to 10 minutes of like a daily reading or something just to kind of keep things um, afloat and keep reminding yourself of, of how to speak fluently and what it sounds like. But don't do that. Uh, you don't want to do that until you are truly, until those new habits are truly locked into place and um, to where you just don't even feel stressed about stuttering anymore. Assuming that, that, that you're not at that place yet, you don't want to allow yourself to shorten your routine or try to get efficient with it. Because this is what did me in for such a long time. I'll just be honest with you right now. This is a big reason why it took me so much longer to get drastic results when it came to overcoming stuttering is because as soon as I would start to see some growth happen, I would get more comfortable because I would be like, oh, I'm getting a little better. And then I would start to slack off when the right thing to do would have been to double down on it. And to really go in and to be like, okay, I'm going to use this as momentum and stay the course and keep working just as hard, if not harder. But I didn't do that. And that is why I went from age 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, where like at age 19, that's when I first got a speech coach. And I really started to see some real results after a couple months. But then because I started to see those real results, I got more comfortable. The, the stakes weren't high enough. Right. I didn't have enough of a why for why I wanted to not only beat stuttering, but beyond that to really live the life I wanted to live because I didn't even know the life I wanted to live at that point. But that was such a big problem because I would 
start slacking off as soon as things got better. And then, as you can imagine, the stuttering habits would kind of start to rear their ugly head again. And then I would kind of continue that cycle. And I would go through periods where I would go all in and then things would get better. And then I would slack off again and just kept happening and happening. And so that is just, I want you to learn from my mistakes. Don't just learn from your own mistakes. Learn from my mistakes so that you don't have to make the same mistakes yourself. And if I had really committed to a six to 12 month process instead of a month here, two months here, and then slacking off, I would have beat stuttering and become and built my speech skills much faster than what I did. So anyway, let's bring this back and really focus again on the word exertion. So one of the ways that it'll make you understand this very clearly is think about someone who goes to the gym. So if you go to the gym and you have a personal trainer or if you're just there by yourself and you only do easy stuff, you're not going to see growth, right? That's that's the most obvious statement anybody could ever tell you that if you're just going to go and maybe do two push-ups and do a couple you know, two pound dumbbells and then leave after five minutes, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to see transformational results. Why? Because you, you're not exerting yourself. You're not creating discomfort. You're not creating the track that needs to be laid out in order for change to occur. And so the, the change happens in the context of going to the gym or exercising is when you stay there and you really exert yourself for say 30 to 60 minutes and you do that consistently that is that is such a gigantic difference from the first example of five minutes and being super comfortable versus 30 to 60 minutes and really exerting yourself so because that's when change happens that's when growth happens and so it's super important you need to exert yourself. And there's this quote from David Goggins. Now, I'm by no means a Goggins disciple, but I think he has a lot of really, really good insights. Um, Outside of the one insight I definitely don't agree with is some of the clips I've seen on his perspective on sleep and how he doesn't really care about sleep, which I think is just absolutely insane. Sleep is everything, guys, especially in speech. And I'm probably going to talk about sleep a lot more Sleep is unbelievably important if you want to beat stuttering and if you want to um, live a life that is truly can be lived to its maximum potential. And your speech is a big part of that. If you're sleep deprived, you're going to have a hard time rewiring your brain. So I did want to throw that nugget in there. Um, But his quote was, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. It's a kind of a basic quote that we've probably heard in some form or another a bunch of times, but we can't be reminded of it enough. It's super important. Don't allow yourself in this process of trying to transform your speech and become a better speaker and become fluent. Don't go for the lane that looks most comfortable. Go for the lane that that um, is showing or that... I don't know, how would I even say this? That that proves or that shows that it will give you the most change, that it will transform. Go for the path that leads to the highest probability of transformation or the highest probability of your life being lived to its fullest potential. And usually, 
that's correlated with a diff- more difficult path, especially at the start. It's usually correlated with a path full of exertion, full of challenge, and not backing down and not giving up too soon. It's not an easy path. And this is especially true, guys. This is especially true the majority of people who put themselves, who maybe buy a program or start to work on their speech, they don't commit to it for long enough. It is often as simple as that. Oftentimes, the problem is not with the plan. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's just a crappy plan. But oftentimes, they either because they haven't been told or they maybe are just lazy to a degree and we're all we all have laziness i can be very lazy too um, so i'm not calling anybody out here but if you go through a process or a program and you give up after two or three or four weeks that's not enough time it's not enough time you are trying to rewire and change the habits that you have likely been been doing for 10 20 30 years maybe your whole lifetime perhaps you stuttered your whole life that is a long time to then expect that in as little as 20, 30, even two months sometimes, that's super quick actually, if you think about it. Often it is more you work, you get that first month in, and then you keep building on it. That's why, so I have a program called the 30-Day Sprint. If you go through the 30 days and you truly commit to it, that gives you the framework, it gives you the plan, it gives you the ability to then run with, but you don't stop doing the routine after 30 days. You stay with it and then you keep watching these videos here on YouTube and you keep going back to the program and re-watching those trainings and you keep doing the routines as are laid out in the course for at least three months. But usually I always say six to 12 months because this process, it takes a lot of time because again, we're not only overcoming stuttering, we are building speech skills and we are positioning ourselves to change not only our speech, but our lives as well, and to transform our confidence and to be able to live and and transform our potential uh, mating capabilities or um, attraction to mates, let's say, or or our potential ability to, to plunge into a career that we never would have even thought of or even thought possible because of our speech, but because you now have great speech, you can do it. It's these types of things that are super important. But again, it's not going to happen if you don't exert yourself. Exertion, challenge, hard work. It's more important than ever. So don't lose sight of it. Don't follow the easy path. Instead, go for the path that actually leads to results and change. So my friend, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to plan to dive deeper and you actually want to get this process started, then go check out my free workshop. It's my Stop Stuttering workshop. It's this 45 plus minute training that will help you achieve 90% fluency in as little as six weeks. This gives you the roadmap. This gives you an understanding. This gets you up and running and it gives you a daily routine and a plan. So be sure to check it out. You can find it at speakyourmindmethod.com slash workshop. One of these episodes, I'm going to really nail it and get it just right. Speakyourmindmethod.com slash workshop. Or if you're on YouTube, I'll put a link in the description below so you can check it out there. So my friend, thank you so much for watching this episode, for listening, and I will see you in the next one.